this was a crazy idea. This was absolute nonsense because, you know, who would create their own business, surely with a purpose of generating money? That may not be the primary goal, but, you know, the purpose of generating money and self sabotage themselves. It just, it didn't make any sense to me at all until it was that I realized that I'd kind of done it to myself. Hi, I'm Adam Chatterley, and this is the Beauty Business Podcast. It's a podcast for people who run a beauty or wellness business. Basically, if you provide treatments or services for your clients, then it's for you. Now, whether you're a skincare expert, a lash technician, a massage therapist, esthetician, permanent makeup artist, waxing specialist, whatever your area of expertise, if you'd like to have more prospects, more leads and more clients than you can handle, and if you'd like to be making more money whilst having more fun than you think should be legal, well, you're in the right place. So whether you're starting out or you've been in the industry for years, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the tools, strategies, techniques and systems that will help you. Plus, I'll be offering some inspiration and philosophization to ensure you start having more fun. And more importantly, you're making more money in your beauty business as quickly as possible. We're proud to now have over 1 million downloads worldwide and hundreds of five-star ratings and reviews. This is the podcast specifically for independent beauty business owners. So if you want to check out all the episodes, the guides, the downloads, the links and the giveaways, or you want to say hello and maybe ask a question, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com. Welcome along to another episode of the Beauty Business Podcast. My name's Adam. I'm coming to you, or I should be coming to you today from a Wim Hof style ice bath uh, because it is that hot here in the UK. We never, it's very rare you get to say that about the UK, but it is super hot here in the UK. However, given all the cables involved in recording this podcast, it didn't seem like a safe idea. So I am sat in my office anyway. So how are you? You having a good week? You having a bad week? Hopefully you're not having an indifferent week. Nobody wants one of those. I'd rather feel good, bad about what's going on than, you know, not care at all. So I want to talk to you today about possibly the biggest thing that is holding you back from making the money that you want in your business. But you probably don't even realize that it's a problem because it tends to kind of hide behind some other things. So we're going to kind of bring it out into the open today, explain what it is, and also explain how you can move past it as well. But before we start on the show proper today, quickly want to let you know, if you're not yet doing 8K, about eight grand a month in your business, then I would love you to come and join a new case study group that I'm putting together. If you'd like my help to get from wherever you are now, whatever you're earning at the moment, up to 8K a month in about the next eight to 10 weeks, then I want to hear from you. All I want you to do is send me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com and just include the word case study in there and I will get you all of the details. Okay, so that's adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com and send the word case study somewhere in that email. And we'll get back to you. Okay, cool. So the thing we're talking about today is what I call delivery confidence or the lack thereof. So we kind of hear people talk about money blocks and self-sabotage when it comes to business. And I used to think this was a crazy idea. This was absolute nonsense because, you know, who would create their own business, surely with a purpose of generating money? That may not be the primary goal, but, you know, 
purpose of generating money and self-sabotage themselves. It just, it didn't make any sense to me at all until it was that I realized that I'd kind of done it to myself because I had created courses and programs that meant that every time I took someone new on board, I was either kind of tailoring the deal towards them or offering them something additional or, you know, for every one-to-one coaching client that I take on board, it's an extra amount of my time. So I'm kind of time limited at a certain point there. And it's the same exact problem that you have when you're selling treatments, because at some point there becomes a limit to the number of treatments you can physically perform in a day. Yes, you can increase your prices to a certain degree, but delivery confidence is not just about the amount of treatments you can offer. There's just a whole bunch of stuff wrapped up in this. And I want to kind of unpack it all here. And I want to explain what it is, how it manifests, and try and help you see whether this is something that you're kind of struggling with as well, even though you may not realize it now, because so often we just focus on the bigger external thing, the I need more money or I need more clients side of things. So I hope this is making sense. We're going to dive into this in a second. And in fact, it's become such a key part, such a common problem that I see in, I'd say like 99% of the clients that I work with on any level in any of my programs. It's become such a big problem that it's now a core part of all my problems there is at least an element where we cover, discuss, talk about delivery confidence, all of the elements of it and how they may affect your business. So what is it, what exactly is it? Well, first of all, when you're delivering your treatments and services, and I'm presuming that is the lion's share of your business right there. Yes, you might sell other things. You might sell retail products, um, sell consultations, sell all sorts of different things. But I'm going to presume that the lion's share of your revenue comes from the treatments and services that you offer. Now, naturally then, if they're the, the lion's share of the thing that you offer, they're going to you know, massively affect the success of your business. Your ability to sell those things and deliver those things confidently is going to very clearly direct how successful you are. Now, the problem comes in when you are not 100% rock solid sure that your clients will either get the results that you're promising that they're going to get or be happy, 100% happy, over the moon happy with the treatment or the outcome of the treatment that you are performing. If you're not rock solid confident about those two things, then that is going to hurt your ability to talk about what you do with confidence and deliver more treatments, sell more treatments, get more clients, all those different things. And then the flip side of that, the, the, the other side of this, the other side of the coin, should we say, is there may be some sort of hang up in your mind, consciously, subconsciously, about how being successful, and if we sort of define being successful very loosely here as getting more clients and making more money, there is something in your brain that is linking that happening with some sort of negative for you. Now, again, going back to my example here, I obviously wanted more clients, obviously wanted to make more money. Who doesn't? But my brain was also realizing that every new client that I got, that was less time that I had. Um, 
potentially a tiny bit more stress because obviously every client you take on, they come with their own problems and issues and baggage and challenges and everything like that. So for every new person I got, that was like an, an extra amount of stress in my life and an extra amount of time that I no longer had. Yes, it meant I had a new client, which was kind of the goal, but there were those kind of feelings going around your head. I imagine there's something similar like that going on for you. Now, naturally, one affects the other because if you're not 100% confident in when you take on a client, it's going to be good for you in your life or it's going to negatively affect you in your life or that's the perception you have, then that's also going to impact your ability to deliver the result that you promise your client or give them the outcome, the feeling, the um, treatment that you're promising them and for them to be happy on the other side. Does that make sense? So these two things together... um, kind of define what I talk about as delivery confidence. There's still a few more parts to this whole process, but those are the kind of the, the two sides of what we're talking about. And instead of those challenges, so instead of you not feeling great about taking on a new client, and instead of your worries about that new client getting the results you promise or having the, uh, the feeling um, or the outcome that you want, instead you want the opposite. You want total, rock solid, absolute confidence that any client, new or old, coming to you, for whatever treatment it is that you perform, or whatever service you perform, or whatever process you perform, or whatever it is, you want total confidence that they are going to love the results that you give them, be absolutely happy with those results, and feel amazing about them. If you could guarantee those three things about every single client that comes through your doors, that is going to have a massive impact on your level of confidence. And then equally, if you had that confidence that you could take on all the clients that you want slash need, and that you'll love working with them, you'll feel better for every single client you take on. It will bring only positive things into your life then that's those two barriers gone. You will be able to get more clients because you'll know they'll get the result and you'll feel great about getting more clients because you know it's good for you as well. So if we can get those two things going on for you, then your life honestly becomes exponentially better and your business obviously as well. Now, the mistakes that I see people make all the time that affect these two things, both things I imagine are mostly subconscious, by the way. Um, The mistakes I see people making, number one, are doing all the work that we're all told about to aim and attract and speak to and message our ideal clients. Okay, we've got a lot of effort into thinking about who they are, put a lot, hopefully a lot of effort into our messaging to make sure that we get their attention. But then something kind of happens when, let's say, a less than ideal client or someone who doesn't meet our ideal client criteria comes across our stuff and wants to inquire or book in or buy something from you. Now, there's a big temptation here that uh, because they've come in, especially if you need clients, especially if money is, is the issue, you know, if someone comes into you and they want to book a treatment, do you run them through whatever ideal client filter process uh, thing that you have going on for your business? Um, or... Are you just so happy that someone wants to actually book in and give you money that you just don't accept anybody? 
So the big mistake I see all the time is that you put a lot of effort into finding ideal clients, but then still taking anybody. Okay. Huge mindset shift about that. I accept that, but that's a mistake I see people do all the time. Number two is doing what the client wants. Okay. Now there is this old adage that, you know, the client is always right and all that kind of thing, but you're the expert. Okay. You've done all the training, crafted your services, put together your business, all the additional values and things you offer. Maybe it's your process. Maybe it's your solution. Maybe it's your methodology, whatever it is, you've created that in whatever way that it is that you deliver it to your clients. And yet so often a client will come into us and and be something along the lines of, okay, I like the idea of this package, but can I swap that out for this? Or I like the idea of this course that you do, but instead of eight, could I do just six? And in a similar way to the, you know, taking any client on board when we've worked so hard on our ideal client, again, because, you know, this person has come into us, they've obviously seen our marketing and maybe we're, you know, quite keen on getting new clients that we uh, acquiesce to whatever they have asked us to do. We kind of give in. We want to make sure the customer's happy. So we agree to it or we change it or we make something up or we twist things around or we shift things about. We do something for that client rather than sticking to our guns and going, no, actually, put a lot of effort into this particular treatment or this methodology or this process or this program or this course, you will get the extra benefits from doing it the way that I have designed it. Because we worry, most of the time, we worry that they may turn around and go, oh, well, if that's the case, then I'm going to go somewhere else. And yet we don't want to disappoint the client. However, by not sticking to our guns and not explaining the reason why we've designed it the way that we have, risking losing the client, that's always going to be a risk, then we're already compromising our confidence levels, both for them and for us. Third problem, third mistake I see all the time is not charging correctly. Now, you can go around the houses on this all day long. I've done many podcasts, episodes about pricing. I'm not really talking about pricing. Well, I am talking about pricing, but I'm not talking about the mechanism of pricing. I'm talking about valuing it is what you do on a kind of a different level. So not just looking at, say, your costs versus your time versus what competitors are charging versus the values that you have or those different things, which, yes, I use to help you set prices on a price list. But when it comes to treatments that you offer, that, yes, let's say are slightly more transformational or you're promising a, a specific result that may involve multiple treatments or the addition of extra services, things like that. Um, we, by only looking at the core components of that, we're missing a trick because I was having a conversation with a client just yesterday about this and, um, they designed a, a, something within one of my programs to talk about a signature solution. Okay. I'll explain more about this in a second, but, uh, they were struggling to come up with the difference between the treatments that go into that signature solution and adding up the, price of those treatments simply off their price list and then the price that they wanted to charge for this overall solution. And there was quite a difference, um, several hundred pound difference between the two. And they were kind of struggling, again, with the confidence around charging that extra amount for what they know are treatments that simply picking those treatments off their price list would be a lower cost. But what we pointed out was 
the difference here is they've designed this solution using expertise, training, years of work, years of trial and error, all these different things that provide a more convenient solution for their clients. So yes, their client could potentially go away and study all the things that they've studied and take the time and do the research and trial and error and everything. They could go and do that themselves and then come back and just buy the individual treatments that they need, but they're not going to do that. So that additional price or that additional money, that's the difference between just the price of the treatments and the price of a package or a solution or a program or a course. Okay. That's the price for your expertise. So another big problem with confidence here is around this pricing, because if by taking on another client, that's taking your time away and you're not over the moon happy with the remuneration that you're getting, the the fee that you're getting charged for losing that extra bit of your time, then yeah, you're going to be reluctant about taking on more clients. Of course you are. Because maybe in your head, you're valuing that time that you're losing higher than the money that you're getting paid from the client. If that's the case, then you're always going to resent taking on a new client. So you need to shift that balance. And then the fourth mistake that I see everyone making around this is simply offering the same as everyone else. What I mean by that is commoditizing yourself, simply selling your treatments and services as treatments and services and calling them the same thing as other people call them. Because I guarantee, even though you may offer the same, um, whatever, Elemis Express facial as another salon in the next town to you, I guarantee they're going to be different. Even if you absolutely have the protocols down pat and you're doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, how you deliver it is going to be different to how they deliver it. Um, The surroundings are going to be different. Your staff are going to be different. The values that you have on top are going to be different, all sorts of different things. But if you call it the same thing, then you are commoditizing it and you are making the decision for the client purely on price. So those are the four mistakes. Um, What I want to do now is I want to give you a few keys that are going to help you move past all of these ideas in your head. And then I'm going to give you a few tools that are going to actually help you move past this in your business, if that's okay with you. So first of all, the first big idea, the first metaphor I want to give you around delivery confidence and sort of the the subtitle for this episode I should have mentioned at the beginning was delivery confidence, how to make more money doing what you are already doing. Okay. Because I believe the difference is all in this confidence area. So the first big idea I want to give you is to really, really get clear on your ideal client. If you haven't already done that, okay, chances are you've done some sort of exercise on this already, but I want you to A, get clear on your ideal client. And by that, I mean your who and your what. Who it is you either want as your client or who it is you help and what exactly it is you do for them. Okay. And I put a post out the other day, chances are the what you do for them isn't a massage or isn't a facial or isn't a, or isn't semi-permanent makeup or isn't lashes. It's how that makes them feel on the other side. So get really clear on your who and your what. And then once you've done that, get really sticky about who you let into your business. Make sure you have some sort of filtering process that means that the people you're taking on as your clients match your who and your what. And the analogy I want to give you here is you need to think of it like a light switch, like an on and off light switch, not like a dimmer, okay? 
There is no kind of, oh, they're mostly my ideal client here. They either are or they aren't. If you can fill your business with your ideal clients, then you'll be happier because you're working with the people you want to work with. You'll get them better results because you know that they will, well, you know, A, that they want the result that you offer and B, that they're going to get it because they fit your ideal client and you've obviously done that work behind the scenes. So think of a light switch, not a dimmer. Third key I want to give you is to get really clear on your offer. Okay, now offer also brings in here the uh, the what element of what it is you do for people. So stop thinking of your offer in terms of, like I said, semi-permanent makeup, lash extensions, facials, massage, manicures, nails. Stop thinking of it as the thing that you do and think of it as the thing your client wants. What is it you're actually offering your clients? If you can lean more into that, that will not only help you find the clients that you want, but it will also help you attract them as well and mean that you are kind of working at a higher level, which also affects your pricing, which will come on to a second. Um, but it means you'll just enjoy what you do more. Fourth key is your price. Obviously, make sure that you're charging correctly for what you do. Don't be afraid to level up your pricing if a big element of what you're offering is convenience as well. People pay a huge amount of money for convenience, i.e. not having to lose their own time or go do the work themselves or figure things out themselves. So the more that you can offer convenience in what you do, the more people will pay for it. And then finally, number five is to develop your signature system. Now, whenever I say signature system to people, they think they have to go away for years and, you know, create whole new treatment protocols, uh, create their own products, um, design loads of manuals and all sorts of different things. I do not mean that at all. I mean the stuff that you already do, the treatments that you already offer. Think about how you would put those together in the perfect way to get your ideal client the thing that it is that they want in whatever way. Bake as much convenience into this as you possibly, possibly can. But if you create your signature solution and you give it a name and you understand how to talk about it, then you understand how to differentiate yourself from every single other business, not only in your area, but anywhere. Because your signature solution suddenly becomes something they have to come to you for rather than go anywhere else. They can no longer compare it on price. So price becomes less of an issue. It becomes more about the thing that they want and how you're going to get it for them and less about the price. Now, this whole process, I should be honest, I should have mentioned this at the, at the beginning. This whole process is actually the foundation of a program I have called Money, uh, which is something that we developed 100% to fix this entire problem. Well, actually, the foundation bit fixed this entire problem. The other elements fix other problems. But that's for another episode, another day. So how do you do this? What's the best way to actually implement these five keys and get past these mistakes and get the confidence about everything you do about the delivery you have that will stop holding you back from making the money that you want. Well, biggest gift I can give to you is some of the worksheets that we use within my program that actually help you work through these processes. Now, if you want to get a copy of these, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash delivery. That's beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash delivery. Go there and you can simply download these worksheets for yourself. And then you can go through this process and guarantee it will help you with these issues. Now, more specifically, 
Um, you can get uh, really clear on your who and your what. I'll help you even define the exact person you should be working with, doing the exact thing that you enjoy doing the most to get the biggest result. Really cool exercises in there for that. Also, we talk about problem versus promise, okay? If you want to get super powered about your marketing and about your message and about the thing that you're offering, you need to get really clear on your ideal client's frustrations, fears, haves, and hopes. I'll explain about all of those things inside of the worksheet. But basically, you want to talk to your clients on the level of their frustrations right now. So what problems do they have that you can help them solve? What fears do they have, which are the future fears, which are basically the sum of all their found uh, the sum of all their frustrations if they don't do something about it. And then you want to talk in terms of once they come to you, they will have all the things that they want to have now around their solution, sorry, around their problem. They will have the solutions to their problem. And then you can even tap in on the hopes, the future things that they're thinking about in their mind that they'll have once they achieve uh, whatever it is that you can help them with. Then we'll help you come up with your signature solution. And then we'll even help you think in a whole new way about the prices that you can charge using something I use called a values calculator. Now, I can go and grab all those, like I said, beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash delivery. That will help you move past all of these problems and really, really help you get clear on your confident delivery around everything it is that you do in your business so that the next time someone comes and talks to you about what you do, you will be able to talk really confidently about what you do in language that they understand in a way that gains you their trust instantly and means that by the end of the conversation, A, you're going to know if they're, if they're your ideal client and B, they're going to know immediately if they want to book in with you or not. So remember, I want you to stop holding yourself back. And I guarantee that you probably are in some way or other. So I want you to remember these three things. First of all, get clear on your who and your what and stick to it. Number two, understand your offer so that you feel totally confident about it and the price that you're charging for it. Confident about it in terms of what it's going to do for your client and confidence about the price you're charging so that you're happy to give up whatever ever extra element of time you're going to lose by delivering that service. And then number three, I want you to learn to talk about what it is that you do in a way so that it can't be compared with anyone else, so that you're no longer a commodity and people can't compare you on price. If you do those three things, you will be light years ahead of where you are right now in terms of your confidence about your business, about what you do, about how you market, about how you deliver everything in your business. So what can you do now? Well, I want to give you that 100% confidence. I hope that simply coming off this podcast episode, you're already feeling 10% more confident because we've opened your eyes to these problems. Then if you go away and grab a copy of the worksheets, that will help you get a whole nother level of confidence in your business. So go and grab a copy of those. Uh, like I said, beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash delivery. If you want a copy of those, just go to that page, click the button, download the sheets for you. That's it from me for this week. I hope that's been really useful for you. Bit of an unusual episode, I know, because we're talking about something that you may not even know there's a problem with, but this honestly is something that I now see in every single business I work with. Okay, it's a subconscious problem. You're not going to notice it's there. You're going to think it's something else, but I guarantee a lot of the problems that you're having, if you're having problems, is going to come down to this on some level. So I hope that's been useful for you. I'm going to be back again next week with an episode all about 
surviving the coming recession. So if you want to find out how to survive the recession, by the way, my view on this is recessions are not necessarily a bad thing. Okay. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you how to survive a recession and how to come out the other side stronger. So have a listen to the episode next week. Take action on this one. I will be back again very soon. Have an amazing week. See you later. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at.